is a mythical bird we have here. We call it the Sankufa. It flies forward with its head facing back. It's a poetic image, but it cannot work in real life. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is all about bringing joy through storytelling and conversation. I'll drop some thoughts on the life lessons I'm growing through. You'll be inspired and entertained. It'll be time well spent. I promise you that. So sit back and relax. Let's do this thing. As 2022 wraps, it's that time of the season where I drop an episode on the books I've read. Like I said back in season two, books, reading, and storytelling, I'm no book critic trying to review these books. Instead, sharing how they hit with me. May you be inspired to grab a book and enjoy some time reading. Sankufa by Chibundo Anozo. The jacket says it's an exhilarating story of a mixed-race woman who goes in search of her African father she never knew. Yep, and along the way, Anna Graham, see what they did there? The main character of this story realizes the role she's been identifying with, mom, wife, daughter, are no longer serving her. She discovers a new identity in herself through her journey to find and accept her father. This beautifully written story was the trifecta for me. I laughed, I cried, and learned. Simply enjoyed Anozo's storytelling. Thanks to my sister Jeannie for the recommendation. I discovered a new favorite author, and my next tattoo is in Kufa. No looking back. I might need to go to church, because the secret lives of church ladies made me blush, for real though. Word is, this collection of nine short stories is being picked up by HBO. So you'll be hearing more about author Disha Palau and the secret of church ladies following their desires, despite the double standards found in church circles. We all learned in Therapy 101 where there's a secret, there's shame, trauma, neglect, pick your poison. But I appreciate Adisha not featuring those moneymakers and releasing the church ladies to their desires. Can I get a hallelujah? Shout out to my friend Nan Klingener for the pro tip on this one. She's the president of the Key West Literary Seminar. After attending a seminar session, I asked her which of the featured authors I should read. She pointed me to Palau. And guess what, Key West locals? Disha will be back on the island for the seminar in January 2023. You know I'm trying to get in the front row. If I meet Disha, I might have to ask her what her love language is. That's my new pickup line, LOL, after I read The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. His concept on love is simple. We all give and receive love in five different ways. The five love languages. Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Understanding each other's preferred love languages helps us to have quality relationships. Simple. Mind blower. (laughs) If you were wondering, words of affirmation will warm me up, but quality time is the way to my heart. Love, Dishonor, Marry, Die, Cherish, Perish, a novel by David Rakoff. My pal thought I'd like the author's style and let me her copy. This novel is written entirely in verse, so it gets cool points right off the bat. You know how hard it must be to do that? The hook on this one is the strangers and casual acquaintances that come in and out of our life may have a huge impact on our trajectory. This story reminded me of one of my favorite books, The Five People You Meet in Heaven by Mitch Albom. Those five people might not be who you think. If you decide to read this one, though, go with the audio version. Ray Koff narrates it himself. Nothing like being read to by the author.
Rules for a Night was recommended by my brother from another mother. This book was my alchemist of the year. You know I'm a sucker for life lessons, and these are told by a father, the knight, who is off to battle, and facing the uncertainties of a safe return home, he pens a letter to his children. If I return safely home from tomorrow's battle, all the better, but should I not, then turn to these pages whenever you might look for my voice and guidance. I do not want you children to use my untimely death or any setback that life may deliver as an excuse not to take responsibility for yourselves. Mic drop. That's the first of many good living lessons in this fable. Here's a few of my favorites. Never announce that you're a knight. Simply behave as one. A hearty laugh is the telltale sign of good health. The only intelligent response to the ongoing gift of life is gratitude. Sometimes, to understand more, you need to know less. You are not fragile. Engage. Let me read that one again. You are not fragile. Engage. Rules for a Night is written by Ethan Hawke. Yep, did you know the actor-director is also an author? I didn't. He's one of those renaissance kind of dudes. What's even cooler is Hawk reconstructed this story found from a journal in his great-grandmother's attic. Thanks for sharing this one, Tony. And from my view, I'd say your kids get to witness rules of a night in 3D. Staying with the life lesson vibe, Discipline is Destiny by Ryan Holiday is another book I enjoyed this year. I follow Holiday's podcast, The Daily Stoic, and recommend you check that out too. Holiday shares these rich stories about historical figures who use discipline in various ways to achieve, overcome, and save the world. You know, stuff like that. Eisenhower, Gehrig, Morrison, Marcus Aurelius, Napoleon, Washington, Edison, Floyd Patterson. 2022, I spend way too much time indulging urges and bad habits for temporary joy. So I figured I'm going to step into the new year with more self-control. If discipline saved the world... Imagine what it could do to save me. The Island of Missing Trees by Elof Shafak. Wow, this was in Jeannie's five-star stat. She said, oh, this is so good, you'll love it. And she knows me best. I loved it so much, I hesitate to even talk about it. In fact, I've been sitting on this episode for two months, because when I get to this book, I freeze. Sure, I could just leave it off the list, but that's taking the easy way out. I could say, like Sankufa, this is a trifecta. Laugh, cry, and learn. But that would be redundant and leave so much unsaid. So, I've decided to devote a full episode to the Island of Missing Trees. Then I could share all the ways this beautiful story hit me, and I'm calling on all others who've read this one to hit me up if you want to drop some thoughts. Let's collab. Podcast Book Club Edition. Ooh, that'll be fun. Until then, I'll leave you with this. When I was a kid growing up here in Key West, we had a really big backyard, and in the center stood a huge ficus tree. The tree was not only the center of the yard, but also my world. It was home base for hide-and-seek and kickball games, and in the fort my dad built way up high in its core is where I discovered my imagination, the security of being alone, and found my courage to climb higher. It's no coincidence my podcast promo pic is of me standing next to a ficus holding on to the vines. That's a nod to my tree who held me high.
What's all that got to do with the island of missing trees? Well, much of the story, civil war, forbidden love, grief, centers around this fig tree, who's not just part of the setting, but is a character, one of the storytellers of this complex story. It's where the story starts and ends and continues to unfold. No matter our journey, we should always maintain space for our roots to lift us up to what's next. <sighs> Finally, man, I had to get that off my chest though. Let's go on to the next. For my birthday, my pal gifted me icons, 50 heroines who shape contemporary culture. Illustrations by Monica Alahunu. This is a cool coffee table book with bold illustrated portraits of the 50 powerful leading ladies. The OG queen diva herself, Lady Di, Diana Ross, that is, is featured on the cover. The usual suspects made the cut, RGB, Queen Elizabeth, Madonna, Beyonce, with a few new names added to the list, like Dolly Parton. Seems like sweet Dolly is everywhere these days, and it was nice to see Laverne Cox also made the list. My girl Serena Williams, who retired from pro tennis in 22, is there as well. Serena shaped the women's tennis game forever and in my opinion, is power and grace remeasured. Did I mention we ran into each other in New York City recently? Skimming through this list of icons got me thinking, who would make my list of 50 icons? Who would make your list? Go ahead, hit pause, grab a piece of paper and a pencil, but before you start writing, how about we add a twist? At least half of your list should include the women that you actually know who've made an impact on your life. Ready, set, go. To Have and Have Not by Ernest Hemingway. We call him Papa here in Key West because all the locals got nicknames and he spent enough time here to be considered a local. And this short novel centers around Key West and Cuba, so I figured this would be a good one to read while I was on vacation. Now, if I was doing a review of this book, I'd say it read like a high school paper. Jumped around a lot. But I ain't no book critic, right? Just find it funny how some of these great authors get so much hype and throw around the N-word way too much. All the characters have names, but not his first mate. What's that all about? So I replace the N-word with T'Challa. If you know, you know. Take that, Big Papa. The Have and Have Not is a story of a charter boat captain turned smuggler with the hope for making that one run that would land him the loot he needed to make his struggling business legit. Reminded me of my brother, who lost his life on such a journey. Follow the map of a pirate, you'll see. Most don't end with gold, just wrecks. The Little Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama and Desmond Tutu was gifted to me by my soul sister, Yvette Lee. It's all about seeing the little bits of joy around you. And, well, you know, that's my thing, so... Why don't we just wrap the episode right here with the theme of this sweet story. Joy has the power to bring light to the world. Reading brought me much joy in 22. You may have noticed most of the books I read were shared by friends and family, which is a beautiful thing and goes next level when the stories inspire you to learn, grow, to connect, create, and to love. So grab a book, maybe one of these, read them, pass them on, and remember to share your story too. I'm Joy Newlish and I appreciate you tuning into my podcast. My purpose is to bring joy into my life and the lives of others. If you enjoyed this episode, drop a review, share and subscribe because there's a lot of good stuff on tap.
You can also follow Bring Joy on YouTube or check my website at joynoodles.com. Now go bring joy to the people in your world. Until next time, much love.